Hi out there. I'm Pat Polly, and I want to welcome you to my show, Art Beat Northwest. Each week, we interview people from the performing arts or the visual arts and talk about what's going on in the arts that you listeners might be interested in doing or you might be interested in seeing. And today, we will be talking about developing new musicals with Aaron Jafaris, writer of How to Break, a new musical he wrote the book and lyrics for at First Stage in Issaquah, which is on through Saturday, January 13th. So you can still get tickets, and it's a great show. And we also have Brandon Evie here, uh, Associate Artistic Director at Village Theater, with his main role as the creative lead in the new musical department. Welcome to the show, Aaron and Brandon. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Great. Now, before we get started, I want to talk about some other things that are going on in our area. The best kept secret at the Kirkland Arts Center, and you know, they're they're one of our sponsors, uh, is that they have drawing sessions with a live model every Sunday evening. And a lot of people don't know about this. 5.30 to 8 p.m., and it's open to the public, and it's only $15 a session. Uh, hope to see you there. Uh, and uh, you can use any medium. Uh, sculptors are even encouraged to attend. There's no teacher, uh, but, uh, you know, all you need is a subject, and you can use charcoal or watercolor, whatever you want. It's really a lot of fun. And then also at the Kirken Arts Center, Karen Klee Atlin, who is a wonderful teacher of printmaking, uh, has a few spots left in her Saturday class. Now, she just started a Saturday class. She's had, um, she has classes during the week, but they're full, can't get into those. But there are a few spots left in her Saturday class, so you might want to sign up for that for this quarter. And then they have a new show at the KAC Gallery, and it opens today. <laughs> and it runs through February 17th. It's called Reacclimating, and it features art from 23 artists, and they are addressing climate change. You know, we got to be current on all of these, um, all of these exhibits. <clears throat> now, the opening reception is this Friday, January 12, 6 to 8:30. So come. And you can meet the artists, and then you can also hear a talk from the curator. So that's going to be interesting, too. So uh, come to this show. It's already getting great reviews from those who've seen it. We'll be back shortly talking with Aaron Jafaris and Brandon Ivy about how to break. That I lack a white nose. Back then, back flip, then freeze in a pose. My cousin goes, that's hip hop, but with cheesy clothes. I'm like, he's right, and my mind explodes. Pop, pop, I stop being who I'm not. Quite hip hop, Latin and black is white hot popcorn and oil. This is why, this is why, this is why I pop so my hot blood won't boil when you make me grow teeth right where my heart should be. And I grind my teeth. Don't miss the wonderful exhibits at the Bellevue Arts Museum this fall. The Bellevue Arts Museum is the Pacific Northwest Center for Art, Craft, and Design in downtown Bellevue. On Now is Searching for Home, a solo exhibit by Humera Abid. 
A bid offers a passionate and intimate look at the humanitarian consequences of the worldwide refugee crisis. Through meticulously crafted wood, sculptures, and miniature painting, on until March of 2018. Opening November 10th is Making Our Mark. Over 250 teaching artists from the Pratt Fine Arts Center present an ambitious show celebrating Pratt's 40th anniversary. On until March of 2018. Hope to see you soon at the Bellevue Arts Museum. Don't hibernate, rejuvenate with a winter art class at the Kirkland Arts Center. Experience learning something new or refining your skills from long ago in ceramics, wheel throwing, hand building with clay, printmaking, collage, painting, and more. Sign up for one of our many art classes for kids, teens, and adults at the East Side's only arts education center since 1962. And check out our free gallery exhibits featuring regional fine artists. To register and find out more, visit kirklandartcenter.org. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Light pink walls, bright white, pretty. Like pink white people call me inner city. Like church, like school, like since birth. I've been sick in the hospital of someone's bright white pity. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking to Aaron Jafaris and Brandon Ivey about how to break a musical in development in the Beta series in conjunction with Village Theater in Issaquah. And this is a wonderful series. And uh, Aaron uh, Jafaris is here from Connecticut to talk about his new musical. Now, Aaron, what inspired you to write, to write How to Break? So I've been writer in residence in the Arts for Healing program in the Child Life Department at Yale New Haven Children's Hospital for the last dozen years. And what I do there is I write, I help uh, young people, especially adolescents, write poems and raps and plays about their experience. And my experience there was one in which I was helping young people express themselves and was often very moved myself. But in the hospital environment as a caregiver, it's not really appropriate to share that feeling, that expression in the moment. Like, I'm not going to cry um, in, when I'm in a room with a, with a patient. And so this was my way of expressing uh, all of the things that I saw, felt, and learned in the children's hospital. And this is what they really felt and not what they would say to their doctors. And so you are trying to bridge that gap between um, the patient and what they really thought about treatment and then what was communicated. Yeah, what I've found over and over is that, and actually um, I think in particular of, of, of one patient with whom I worked who wrote a poem who compared uh, trying to translate herself her body, and her doctor to like different translations of the Torah um, and saying that she wished that, uh, that she and her body and, and her doctors could all speak the same language. And so what How to Break tries to do using the multiple languages of hip hop, you know, graffiti art, b-boying, break dancing, popping, um, beatboxing, making music, a human percussion, um, and, uh, uh, and emceeing or rapping, Using all those elements, it tries to translate untranslatable things um, between patients and their caregivers, between adults and young people, hopefully between the perform- performers and the audience. 
I think this is this is great to have a show that is this current, you know, with rap lyrics that you have written. How did you manage to do that? Ever since I was uh, the age of the characters who are in this show, rap has been one of the ways that I've survived because uh, oh really well just my the the um, feelings that I. Uh, kind of learned through my environment to hold inside. Um, hip hop and, and and rap became one of the only ways that I could express those. And so I've been writing hip hop poetry, hip hop theater, uh, you know, since since my, my late teens um, as a way to keep myself sane. That that is amazing. So you are really a good one to write this now. Now, how did this work? It, I guess there are hundreds of scripts that are submitted to this program, and then you have to pick out one. Uh, now, did you have this completely written as far as the lyrics in the book before you submitted it? We had a draft. So um, I had created the, the book in lyrics, and my collaborators, composer, composer Rebecca Hart and beatboxer Yako 440, had created the music. So we had a draft coming in. Um, to this, uh, but the amazing thing about the beta series that uh, that the village and Brandon have created is that we get to revise both during the rehearsal process and then in between shows, in between the previews. So we had a couple of shows this past weekend, uh, and we just completed a whole bunch of rewrites that we're gonna uh, implement in the next few shows this coming week. So is that really helping you? And I have to ask you, what does it feel like to have your book and lyrics really right there on the stage with professional actors and everything going on? It's been incredibly useful because my brain is pretty small compared to <laughs> the, uh, the number of elements that are in this show. Um, and it, so I, they just can't, they just can't fit. I can't see the whole show, um, in my imagination. And so, uh, the, the gift that village theater has given us is to be able to see the full thing, all of the, the visuals, the graffiti art, the beautiful, um, breaking and, and popping, you know, the hip hop dancing to see all of that and to see how the different, artistic languages tell overlapping or different stories. Uh, and so it's been really useful for me to say, oh, here the dance is actually saying the same thing as the rap. Mm -hmm. It's maybe redundant, so we can cut one of them or, or, or try to say something different with, uh, with this other, you know, the movement vocabulary, for example. So having it on stage sort of really fills out the picture, right? That it's really hard to imagine without all of that happening. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And then, I mean, the other amazing thing is the, is the Village Theater audiences who come ready to see something that is being developed. And so, you know, me and my collaborators, the director, uh, Amina Kaplan, the, the, um, the choreographer, Quick Step, the music director, Orlando Morales, we're all paying attention to where the audience is, is really tuned in and responding and also to what they literally say in the talk back after the show, where they give, uh, they ask questions and, and also give some advice sometimes. 
Um, and it's it's just really useful in, in, in our rewriting process. And I have to say, I, I went to this show last Sunday, and I thought it was this is a great thing to do because not only do you get to listen uh, to see this wonderful show, and it's really uh, pretty complete, and and then afterward you stay for the uh, discussion, and you feel like, you know, that you're really a part of it. You know, it's just very exciting. And uh, um, someone was suggesting that you know you could go. Uh, say at the, one of the first shows, and then go to one of the last shows, and then really see what what has been changed because you kind of change it all the way along. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, if if you came this past weekend, um, come back this coming weekend, and and uh, the 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 ending at the very least will be will be quite different, and as well as uh, a, a number of things uh, throughout the show. Oh, that's great. Well, now let's talk a little bit about kind of in general. The development of a new musical. Now, what's um, what's the beta program, and and how do you go about, in general, developing these new programs? Well, so Village Theater has been uh, developing new musicals for decades, essentially since the the founding of the theater, um, and we've become nationally known for uh, a festival of new musicals that we do every summer, of which How to Break was in uh, two summers ago. Um, but those are mostly what we call staged readings, which is when the actors just learn the music and uh, sing the songs and say the dialogue uh, without any staging, without any oh. choreography, no design or anything, um, to just test the material out and see what the show is like. And then we would have another part of the process that was putting up a big, splashy world premiere on our main stage, you know, with full lights, full costumes, full sets, fully staged. Um, but what we felt was missing was a middle part of the process where you really get to test the show out with some of those design elements and with an audience. There was no middle ground between a reading where you're just testing out what the words and music are like and a full-fledged uh, world premiere. And so the beta series is, is this thing that fits sort of right in the middle uh, of the two. So it still has the flexibility of a reading that lets you try things and make uh, and make some big, bold choices and see if things work or don't work, and also lets you see what the choreography is like, what some of the design might look like, um, and kind of get a best of both worlds scenario so that we can kind of prep things to get them even more ready for a world premiere. And for How to Break, that was especially um, necessary because the show is so integrated um, beyond just its music and lyrics and dialogue the the dance and the hip-hop is so paramount to the storytelling and there are projection elements that are incredibly um, useful for telling the story that you just don't get that experience from doing a reading um, and so we were able to put it up in this uh, developmental production is what we call it or a workshop production or something like that and I have to say it's well attended I mean the it was packed when I was there, and people were really enjoying it. Yeah, so it's been really great to I, I see our uh, audiences respond to this show in in particular. You know, Issaquah yeah. is not known for its hip hop scene, right? Right. right. <laughs> and and so it was, you know, it was honestly a little bit of a risk for the theater to yeah. take it on because we're just not sure if our audiences were going to take to it. But um, they've responded really strongly to the themes in the show. Um, it's about resilience. It's about hope. Um, everyone knows what it's like to have uh, a loved one in the hospital 
or needing to heal. Um, it has a lot of these themes, and then those themes resonated enough that our audience then kind of opened their minds to this whole new world of hip-hop that they don't necessarily get exposed to all the time. And it's really been great to watch our audiences sort of take the risk and, and explore with us. Now, you receive a lot of hundreds of submissions <laughs> every year. Many, many. Which, you know, uh, kind of surprised me there are hundreds. But, I mean, and, but you only can pick three each mm-hmm. year to, for this beta program. How, how do you go about choosing what you're going to put on? Well, we sort of have a bit of a um, kind of a funnel where, uh, you know, we get a couple hundred submissions every year of people just sending us scripts. And some of these are people, you know, that have never written a show before in their life. And other people are Tony Award winners that have had multiple shows on Broadway. So it's a big range of um, of folks. And so then I give all of those a read. Uh, and some uh, that I think are good, I send to some other readers and they take a look at it. And we essentially narrow it down to a certain number that we end up putting in our festival of new musicals, which has a, a five, we do five shows in our festival every summer. And normally the beta series has been chosen out of shows that go through our festival. So oh, it's, we've, we've had the chance to kind of vet the show and see right. if we, see if we like it, see if our audience takes to it, see if, uh, you know, we think the authors are game to, uh, make changes and, and do some serious work on it. Um, and then it's just kind of a down to a taste and what we think, what we think is good. <laughs> and yeah. we think how to break is good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and talking about a break, it's already time for a break. We're here talking about the beta program through Village Theater, developing new musicals on Artbeat Northwest. We'll be right back on Alternative Talk 1150. I take a kind of painkiller too. Each night I take the same pill, or two, or three. Depression ain't the only thing it kills in me. Transform the winter blahs into the winter ahs with some creative inspiration at the Kirkland Art Center. Winter is the perfect time to learn a new art skill from ceramics, painting, printmaking, drawing, Photoshop, collage, and more. You can learn from professional art instructors at the East Side's number one arts learning community in Kirkland. Register now for winter classes starting in January. At KAC, we believe in the power of the arts to transform and inspire. Learn more and register online at kirklandartcenter.org. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. He worries that I'll just get high on it. He says I should get better at self-care and do more meditation. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Aaron Jefferies and Brandon Ivy about how to break a musical in development at the beta series in conjunction with Village Theater. And you not only have how to break on now, but you have a couple more of the beta series coming up because this was the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, we do three every year. The other two, um, the next one, which starts rehearsals in, my gosh, like a, a week or so. It's all coming up so quickly. Uh, it's called Afterwards uh, by Zoe Sarnak and Emily Kazmarak. And um, it's a, a rock musical about three women um, that are all dealing with loss. 
in some way and trying to figure out how to um, push through their grief uh, through the art that they make. Um, it's beautiful, beautiful uh, sort of contemporary rock score. Um, Zoe's one of my favorite uh, musical theater writers today. And then the final show uh, is called ZM, uh, and it's by the writers of Urinetown, uh, which was on Broadway a number of years ago, won some Tony Awards, uh, Greg Kodis and Mark Holman. And it is a, a, a Broadway musical with zombies. It's sort of like a zombie apocalypse has happened. There's been a... Um, a big uh, fast food corporation that makes sort of the biggest, most luxurious chicken sandwich there ever was, and it accidentally turns people into zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's well, big, that's got to be a good one. <laughs> so it's a big, broader musical about that. <laughs> so now, is developing these Broadway musicals, uh, are you reaching for just uh, productions that can go into Village Theater? Or are you looking for a wider audience, Broadway and international audience? I mean, the main thing we're, we're looking for are, um, is mainly the show itself. We're not necessarily thinking like, oh, I'm specifically picking shows that I only think are going to go to Broadway or that I only think are going to go to Village Theater or whatever. We're, we are looking mainly at do we, just do we think these shows are worthy of being seen? Um, and all, like all three of these shows in the beta series are completely different stylistically and tonally, um, even genre-wise. Like we've got a hip-hop show, we've got a rock show, we've got a very sort of classic Broadway musical comedy. Um, and it's mostly if we if we think that the writers and the material is sophisticated enough in whatever genre it is. And then, of course, we want to see them grow and, and have a life with us or after us or or... However, so we definitely hope they go somewhere, uh, right. and we'll do whatever we can to make that make that happen. It seems that more of the topics are kind of more contemporary. I think people get tired of seeing, you know, Oklahoma over and over again. Well, yeah, and, it's, it's a, it's you know, the, Music Man, and you know the typical. It's it. I've always thought, you know, that these musicals we got all these bands and. You know, uh, like uh, rock music and dancing and... Yeah, uh, I mean, I always tell people that when West Side Story came out, it was revolutionary. And people, you know, a lot of people hated it and thought it, was, thought it wasn't what a Broadway musical should be. But if we didn't... Oh, really? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it, lost, it actually lost the Tony Award uh, for Best Musical to The Music Man that year. And it wasn't oh, until oh. the movie came out... And it became hugely successful that the musical actually became successful. You know, it, it ran on Broadway for a little while, but not was not considered a success at the time. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> and so, you know, if, if West Side Story was considered progressive um, back in the golden age, then what's considered progressive now? And where, and where can we push the form now? And what can we do? Uh, you know, Hamilton, we were talking about Hamilton before the show started. Like, that's a perfect example of something where if, Ten years ago, Lin-Manuel Miranda came up to you and said, I have this idea for a new musical that's all hip-hop and rap, and uh, it's a bunch of people of color telling the story of the Founding Fathers. A lot of people would be like, that sounds crazy, and you seem, <laughs> yeah, right. that's, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and it was a lot riskier than I think people give it credit for. Right. And now that it's become such a success, I think we kind of take it for granted a little bit how revolutionary that idea was um and you don't get things like hamilton without 
trying to push the envelope and push the boundaries and try to figure out what the next West Side Story will be. And it's, you know, it's been over 50 years. I think it's almost 60 years since West Side Story came out. We got to get on it. Oh, yeah, right, <laughs> right. We need some more contemporary things. I, certainly there are enough uh, contemporary topics, you know, that we could deal with. Maybe not, you know, quite yet. <laughs> But eventually. But I mean, I bet a lot of people, when I tell a lot of people what How to Break is about, they go sort of like, that sounds like a crazy musical. <laughs> you and know, then, it it does kind of sound crazy, when, but it doesn't look crazy when it's on the stage. Yeah, and then you when know? you see it, there's a number, like my parents came to see it last week. And when I told them about it, they were like, oh, I don't know about that one. But they come to see it because I'm involved. Right. And then they were deeply moved by it and thought it was really incredible. Yeah, I think it really accomplished uh that communication factor, and then had made a contemporary um, scene out of it. So I think that was great. And Aaron, of course, translated all of that so very well. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much, Brandon and Aaron, for sharing all the information on how to break and the beta series. Uh, now, we've got listeners out here. And they'll want to go. And we have several performances left for How to Break. So how do they get tickets? Yeah, it's running until the 14th, Sunday the 14th. And you can get uh, tickets at villagetheater.org. Okay. So, and I think it's running, isn't it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? All those days. all those days. So you've got a lot of choices of when to go. And every time you go, you not only see the play, but they announce at the first what it is, and you see the play, which is wonderful. And then you get to talk about the play afterward and contribute to a little bit to maybe, you know, its success. And and they really are listening. Yeah, we ask our, our audiences <laughs> after every great. show. We we have a, a quick talk back and, and ask them what they thought and what they were confused by and what they wanted more of or less of. And, and Aaron really does take that to, to heart and has already made changes based on what people from last week said. Oh, well, that's great. So I am going to have to go You'll back have to come back this week. Next Sunday and <laughs> see it again. You will really enjoy that show. And, of course, the after session. You don't have to stay for the after session, but most people did and enjoyed it. I sure stayed. Yeah, it's I, would, I would always I stay, you know. Be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Art Beat Northwest for news and views on the local art scene. I'm Pat Polly signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.